Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Tom Broadbent Lounge. Boy, oh boy, have we got an action-packed evening in store for you. The first star guest of the evening is a man that will be no stranger to Swindon Town fans. You'll often see our guest on STFC Twitter, holding aloft a red and white scarf, shaking the hands of a new sponsor that he's recently captured. We all know and love the 5pm teasing signing announcement tweets, but we all love them even more when they're announcing a sausage roll sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome to the lounge for his debut, Swindon Town Head of Commercial, Mr James Watts. James, how are we doing, mate? Uh, I'm good, mate. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, not, not bad, thank you. Not bad. Looking forward to your debut? Yeah, good. Um, I've heard a lot about the show, so uh, thank you for having me on this evening. And uh, look forward to, to your questions and hopefully that I can give you the answers that, um, that you want to listen to, really. Uh, perfect. It's our absolute pleasure, mate. Before we roll into the questions, I'll quickly introduce you to my panel tonight. Okay. So I've got our co-host here, Ellis. Ellis, James, meet each other. Hello. Hi, James. Hi, Ellis. Okay. Nice to meet you. Wonderful stuff. Chris, we've also got you online. Chris, how's it going, buddy? Uh, everything's very good. Very good. Is that a Welsh accent I detect, James? Yeah, and unfortunately, like like the manager, it's uh, it's Newport, uh, Newportonian accent. So uh, I've lost it a little bit through travelling the last... 10 to 20 years but it's still there um it's not as strong as it was though well you've got a mix of a uh, yorkshire swindon accent there and chris <laughs> we'll go we'll go over to a a pure wiltshire accent in daz daz how's it going mate i'm doing very well thank you uh, welcome to the show james thank you very much perfect we've also got a uh, sort of a bird accent in in rocking robin malcolm how's it going mate Hi everybody, good evening, good evening James, uh, looking forward to tonight. Evening. Happy days, and last but by no means least, Carly, how's it going? Evening all, evening James. Hi Carly, Thanks okay. for coming on. Perfect. So James, obviously we, we had a chat before the uh, the show this evening, I didn't quite expect to have two two guests on this evening, so I've had to sort of you know, push the, the questions into a little bit of a condensed um, load for yourself, unfortunately. But um, sort of in terms of your background, also you mentioned there you've got you've got a Newport, Newport accent. Yeah. Um, you've also got some sort of previous work experience, haven't you, at Newport County? Yeah. Alongside a certain Mike Flynn. So, yeah, so I, I joined Newport County in 2012. So um, before that, my, my background was it was in music and nightclubs and things like that. But 2012, I was offered the opportunity to to go on to Newport County as um, it was sort of um, a volunteer slash sort of paid commission, etc. Um, coming to the end of my full-time music career and just looking for a bit of a change. Um, I was a Newport fan. I'd, I'd grown up list, uh, watching the club since I was four years of age. And it was something that I really fancied to do. Uh, first season that I was there, um, I picked up the job quite quickly. We got promoted by beating Wrexham at Wembley. And I think in June, they offered me a full-time job to go in as the club's commercial manager, where I would have stayed for five and a half years. Um, and learned quite a lot, really, um, Newport being a fan-owned club, it was playing in in a rugby stadium owned by Gwent Dragons. So there was there was quite a lot of things that Newport is a very unique club in many ways because of all of them things that you wouldn't really have anywhere else. Like you have to change every advertising board between the games of rugby and football. Um, 
we were always made to feel that we were the poor relation. We we were sort of tenants, and it was always everything was was focused towards the rugby. So it was quite difficult, and trying to get sponsors to to come from what was an historical rugby town and city um, to support the football club was quite difficult. But over a, a period of time, we did do that and we got ourselves to a good position and become a, a stabilised League Two club at that point, both on and off the field. Mm. So I suppose in, in terms of the, well, you say there in terms of like the rugby side of, of Newport County and that relationship, I suppose that's sort of always a stick that was used to beat uh, Newport, well, really, wasn't it? In terms of the pitch being used for rugby and football. So as I, said, I can imagine it's probably not the easiest um, environment to be bringing in sponsors for a purely football-based audience. Um, so obviously you were there for five years. There was a, a bit of a crossover with Mike Flynn um, in terms of the on-field stuff. Did you have much to sort of deal with Mike during your time at Newport? Yeah, yeah, was it yeah, nice yeah. to see him come through the door at Swindon? So, so Mike joined Newport literally at the same time as myself. He came back as a player. Um, okay. So he, he came back the season that we won promotion and um, he went through it and he, he then went into, into cutting his teeth in the academy um, and then to a level that he left the club for a short while. He came back and he, he actually worked on some commercial projects with myself. Mm-hmm. So th- this is where the, the good relationship between me and him has carried on at Swindon because we, we've known each other for such a long time. Um, he went then, we, we honestly, at Newport, when, when Graham Wesley left with, I think it was 12 games left, we honestly, as a club, really didn't expect to have any chance of staying up. And the job that Mike did to keep us up that season was phenomenal. Um, we, we went on a, a real strong run at home and even though we lost 6-1 away to Plymouth and we lost 2-1 away to Portsmouth, we always felt going into the last two games that we had enough of a chance to stay up. And we, we stayed up with that 89th minute winner against Notts County. Um, the season that I, I then left, I moved to Hereford as general manager. That was the year that Newport's Cup runs started. But I always kept close um, close ties to the club because one, I live in Newport, um, friends with, with directors at the time and um, still obviously I, I knew quite a lot of the players and I knew the management staff as well. So um, yeah, it, it, it was good. I watched I watched Mike a lot and uh, spoke. I, I always speak very highly as a manager. I've worked with 12 different managers to this day. I still believe he is the best I've worked with just because of the way that he, he manages the media. He manages expectations. He's a good man manager as a player, uh, man manager of players. Mm. Um, and and the big one for me is he totally gets the commercial aspect of football. So uh, where you you talk about teasing a little bit, um, you you will have noticed Mike in some photos where he's actually had shirts with sponsors and things like that. Yeah, that, that's just that's me playing a little game, but <laughs> it. Um, it works, it gets activations. And, and to be honest, at the club, like Swindon Town, like any League Two football club, your, your main sponsors are massive to the club because they, they contribute towards probably around 40-50% of your playing budget. Um, and they, they're massive. So people, sometimes I read it and I, and I get, football fans just want, want to talk football, football, football. But the, the commercial aspect of football is getting bigger and bigger. Um mm-hmm. I know the commercial director of, of AFC Wimbledon and when they moved grounds, they, their hospitality went from 150 covers to about 750 a game, which generates them a massive new source of revenue. And and that's where football is going. Uh, I know as much as 
we we have to embrace the old school terraces and, and and the normal football fan. It is becoming more corporate across the EFL, and um, it's even dropping into the national league as well now. So so sponsors are a massive massive part of what Swindon Town Football Club do, and we, we've come a long way in the last twelve months. And I'm hoping that in the next twelve months we can go even further to get to where I think we all want to be, which is a sustainable League One club next. Um, and I don't think we're that far off like now now we're um as i said from my history of 11 years in the the pro football game now when Mm -hmm. you you're talking to other clubs i think we're getting to where we need to be because there's a massive jump both on and off the field between league two and league one but i think i think we're we're getting where we need to be Uh, i mean we're certainly james obviously when you were at newport you 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 dealt with um the the rugby team as well Uh, uh did you do much with that together um, I, I'm going to say no. Even though I got on with one of their commercial managers, Di Jenkins, I got on with him really well. It was very much us versus them in terms of sponsorship. I think there was only one possible company that sponsored both clubs, so it it was very it was very cutthroat between getting more across. And I think that because Newport County were always very sort of seen the poor relations in terms of their revenue was very low and the Dragons was very high. As we closed the gap more and more, I felt that animosity got a little bit worse. Um, I can't comment on what it's like now. Um, Honestly, it looks to me like it's swerved back um, more towards the Dragons. have got the bigger commercial deals now. But during my time there, if if I said that we worked together, um, that would, that, no chance did that happen. Um, most weeks I was looking for my advertising boards because they were hidden because um, obviously they wanted to steal them sponsors off me. <laughs> so, it, 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 as I said, Newport is a very, very unique club. I know Michael speaks about how he learned things on the management side of football, but I believe that probably the stuff of sharing uh, with a rugby team, that taught me a, a great deal, um, which I've taken forward in my career in football. Do you think, though, that it, obviously that experience of there would help you with uh, when you come here and like the cricket clubs just next door and and uh, doing stuff together with those? Um... Yeah, we, we, we've had slight little conversations already with, um, with the ice hockey. And I think that... Um, it could be something where you you sort of promote games together. I think that in terms of sharing sponsorship revenue, unfortunately, the money goes into players, League Two players, and are, are not cheap. I know Michael has already commented on that, and um, the marketplace has gotten a little bit crazy. So for a club like like ourselves, every penny counts, and um, as much as we, we can try and help market. Um, other businesses and other sports in Swindon and even surrounding areas. I think the key thing for me is to make sure that I can squeeze every penny possible for for Swindon Town to put into the playing budget because we are the biggest professional sports team in Wiltshire. Um, We do loads of work for the community and we're working on doing more and more for that. And as I said, we, we have to look after our our own backyard, so to speak. And um, that's what we're trying to do. As I said, I don't mind in terms of helping um, promote games for, for our other neighbours in other sports, but in terms of sharing sponsorship revenue, I just don't think that Swindon Town is in that position right now to do that. Mm. <clears throat> I think, James, just, um, Jeff, oh, Joe, can I just put in? Hey, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, go on. 
on um, sponsorship, yeah, you've done very well. I don't think there's any space left in the ground or on the shirts, is there? No, um, so it's all gone. I'm still looking for more things like okay. a trap. <laughs> the, the, the one that sort of rankles a bit is Quinbet. What was the rationale or reasoning behind Quinbet? Uh, okay, so I, I totally understand um, the the point on this. I think at the moment where we're football still is in League Two, that um, the deal is, is quite beneficial to Swindon financially. We still play in a league which is sponsored by a betting company. There are still many, many forms of betting that take place in League Two grounds and below. Even a 50-50 draw is a source, is a form of gambling. And I think at this moment in time, we weighed up the pros and cons of it. And at this moment in time, um, there was not enough against us turning down what was a good sponsorship offer. I do understand people's thoughts on it, and it is across the game. But at the moment, when we look how many clubs are still are still using betting companies. We play in a league that is sponsored by a betting company. We're not we're not ramming it down people's face. There is there is that banner and there is that advertising board. That is it. We're not going to be sending out constant emails saying to people, oh, why, why don't you gamble? Why don't you? We're not pushing that. It it's basically an advertising deal that that was a deal too good to turn down for the club. And we looked at all of the other avenues. We we looked at all the other clubs that Quinbet were advertising with many of them family clubs based like ourselves but again like the betting industry is i think if that pulls out of football more it's pulling out at the top flight let's be honest premier league teams are more and more going against it even though there are still quite a few in there um, but premier league teams have a lot more money to be able to turn that down at this moment in time um League Two, League One clubs are not really in that position, and as I said, we're not we're not trying to drive betting and gambling down people's throats. But what we're trying to do is just basically maximise our commercial revenue by an advertising source, which is at a number of clubs, and that that's where we are at this current moment in time. But I do take your point on on board okay. definitely. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, well done on all the other sponsorships, by the way. Thank <laughs> you very much. They went by when there was another sponsorship. So, well done on that. Thank you. Thank you. James, just to um, to round off this little segment of the show, I, I realise we've got Jake Young in the wings. Um, okay. Just, uh, just you're obviously going to want to speak to him more than me. No, <laughs> because no, he, not, he scores goals and I just sell advertising bonds. So. Not at all, mate. Not at all. It's all Swindon Town. It's all Swindon Town family. Yeah. Um, just one final thing I wanted to touch on was the STSC lottery. Yeah. So, obviously, it's not something that's completely new for football clubs. I think no. a lot of clubs around the country have got an internal lottery. I saw uh, Sir Tom Broadbent's club, South Shields, was advertising theirs this week. Yeah. Um, so, how does this benefit the football club and also the fans? Obviously, it's a, it's a chance for supporters to win some money. Um, it's, it's a lottery, but, you know, by, by all intents and purposes, you've got as much chance as anyone else. But it is also sort of a a route for the football clubs to earn some pennies, isn't it? Yeah, the way that this one's been structured, and I've been involved in lotteries at the previous clubs I've worked for, um, what we try to do is keep this one as cheap as possible, um, which it works out. It's £1.25 a week, which is less than a can of Coke. Um, we've kept it probably that it's only three numbers that you draw, but we allow everyone more opportunities to win. Um, but obviously, we're trying to generate a way that Obviously, the prize money can grow, so there, there will be a big winner. I think the easiest way to put this across is that if we were to have um, 
half of our fan base play the STFC lotto that would sign us four top quality League Two players. Um, and I'm not going to go too much into into the financials of it because I don't think that's really fair. But from my history in the game and um, being around this, if we could get half of our fan base to play this lotto at £1.25 a week, the, the difference that it would make to our budget um, in League Two is massive. Um, and we, the, it's, the question as well, James, could, could it sign us a 22-year-old number seven from Huddersfield? <laughs> well, um, Bradford, you mean, do you? <laughs> well, he's from Huddersfield. Oh, Bradford, yeah, yeah, yeah. cut the middleman uh, out. Let's yeah, just well, yeah, if, let, let's be totally honest. As I said, if the fans get behind this, um, and, and when I came up with the proposal and I spoke to, to Rob Angus at the time and um, I spoke to Clem about it and said, look, this, this this has worked at other clubs. I really think that this is potentially a massive, massive driver for the club if everyone gets behind it and realises. As I said, we, we, we're talking that it, it can be used for, for transfer money, it can be used for signing on fees, it can be used for wages, it can be used however the manager sees fit. But what this does, as I said, and this is just, if that's based on half, if the the options if seventy five percent played, it would be would be even more. But what this would do, and we're not talking squad players here, we're talking we could go out and we could say right, we want this guy. Um, the lotto is going to pay for it. It basically will. We can go to the EFL. We can show all of the the documents. We can show all of the revenue because the EFL are all over making sure you've got money to do this now because of problems that have happened at other clubs. And I think that, as you say, there's not really much advertising board space left of it. There's any shirts we've done. We've we've maximised digital stuff. Um, we, we're looking at events and everything like that. But the lotto is the game changer, especially for a club the size of Swindon Town where you get eight, 9,000 every week. Um, we could get promotion pushes. We could get 13, 14,000. The club's that big. And and I do think that it, it's key for me that we get the message out that the lotto is designed, obviously, for a bit of fun. Fun is the first thing. Um, it's not expensive. Um, but if people get behind it, the difference that it can make in terms of playing budget and support for the manager is massive. And I think that's that's what we're trying to drive with it. That's absolutely perfect, mate. I think there's no better way to end a commercial segment than to tell everyone that, you know, go out there, basically, buy your 50,000 lottery tickets each, and then by the end of the week, we've got Mbappe. It's kind of where we're going, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That, that's it. Yeah, well, that, we'll, we'll try. That's, <laughs> so. that's perfect. James, I appreciate it. It's not been as a, a long as an interview as we were going for, but... Um, I appreciate your time. That was absolutely perfect, mate. And I really hope that you can come back and join us another time. No, no, definitely. Uh, hopefully when the lotto's got 4,000 players, I can tell you how much we're going to spend in January. So uh... Yes, 100%. <laughs> I will take you up on that offer. Brilliant. Thank you very much. All right, see you soon, okay? Take care. Cheers, Bye-bye. James. Thank you very much, mate. James. Well, um, I'm not too sure our second guest of the evening needs too much of an introduction. Um, a man that's currently the top goal contributor in the country He's got more league goal contributions this season than Erling Haaland, Kylian Mbappe, Lionel Messi and Karim Benzema combined. Um, and the best thing about it all, he's doing it all for Swindon Town Club to football. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another striker on loan from Bradford. We've, we've been here before, haven't we? I mean, don't fall in love with loan players. That's what they say. Well, we're probably in trouble, aren't we? It is my distinct pleasure to present to you Swindon Town number seven, Jake Young. Jake, how are you, Hello, mate? Can you all say it all again, please? I like the sound of that. Better than Mbappe, better than Haaland. 
I'll send you. You okay? Um, oh, mate, it's it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much for coming on. Really appreciate your time. No, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Well, I mean, I'll kick the questions off. We've got a load that was sent in. We sent out a, a competition. Dan Designs is listening. The best co- the best question will win a Jake Young poster from Dan Designs. Yeah. Um, so, Jake, I'll kick the questions off. How long would you like the contract length to be? <laughs> How much do you want your weekly salary to be? And um, whereabouts do you want the statue? <laughs> Get me one alongside Dan Kemp, and that's, that's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. I mean... It's been it's been a start to the season for yourself, isn't it? I mean, seven goals, four assists. It, it it's a bit crazy. No, I mean, was that expected? Yeah, I'm, I'm lost <laughs> to work really at the start. Yeah, I think I am a little bit as well too. Obviously, I was I've come in to to improve the squad and I wanted to affect the team and and improve the team. Um, and I think I wanted to hit the ground running. I've come in in as good a shape as I possibly could and um, raring to go. I think it's obviously exceeded my uh, imagination in, in in how well it's gone. Um, but I just got to keep keep going. It's uh, we're only four four games in, so I think as long as I can keep this run going. Obviously, maybe not four games, uh, four goals every game, but keep scoring, keep helping the team. Um, that's that's what I'm here to do. So yeah, obviously, probably didn't expect to do this well, but I've uh, always backed myself as a player. So coming here, I've seen it as a good environment to be in. Somewhere that I could really kick on, um, and I've started in in on the right foot. So yeah, hopefully continue with that. Hey, I mean, set... go on, Chris. Jake, you scored two minutes into your Swindon <laughs> career. Is that the quickest impact you've ever made at any club you've ever played for? Yeah, I think it's got to be really. I mean, I've scored out of my three debuts. I think uh, four debuts. I think I've scored on three of them. So. Uh, like to be a fast starter, but yeah, two minutes was uh, a record even for me. So yeah, that was that was good. That eased me into the game as such. So um, and then from there, it's just been uh, better and better, really. I mean, at seven goals. You're on track to score ninety-two this season. <laughs> so is there anything less than that now? If you just play, I think yeah, it's got to be get get me out if I don't get ninety-two this season, really. <laughs> um, no, obviously uh, it's, it's good, but. Um, Hopefully the fans don't expect ninety-two. I'll do what I can, but hopefully not. So there's always going to be times. We'll take we'll take ninety-one. Yeah. It won't be horrible. But I mean, you've been getting attention from pretty much like all ends of social media. I think Bradford City fans have suddenly got a whole new love for you. Um, have you seen the video? Do you know the video I'm talking about from Reverend David? Coleman? Yeah, I mean, I try to stay off social media a fair bit because. Obviously, there's a, a lot gets said, but a few lads today did show me that video. <laughs> it was an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, three three words to describe uh, it: um, creative. Um, yeah. Oh God, I don't, if I can say the other two, <laughs> we'll take we'll take creative. Yeah. I mean, we're all about sort of creativity and stuff on the Tom Broadbent Lounge. And we didn't want you to feel any sort of lack of love from the Swindon Town fans. So Bradford City fans have been giving you their love this week. Now, Ellis has been doing his best at writing some poetry, haven't you, Ellis? <laughs> Christ, I, I've got to say I'm regretting this now. Uh, you've dug yourself a little hole. You fill that hole, Sam. Go on. Um, right, Jake. Um, just don't think, just don't oh, think about everyone that's listening. There's not that many on here. Just I know, the I know, yeah. Chris, <laughs> get the clips on. Get the clips. I've got, I've got, I've got to block it out. But um, 
as a football fan, you're sort of, you're sort of always told not to fall in love with with a lone player. Um, but I can safely say that um, after you playing four games in a town shirt, I well and truly failed that. Um, so when when Joe put the the message out that, that that you were going to be on the show, the first my my initial thought, which I'm sure most people's uh, first thought as well would be, is that I need to write you a poem. Um, I've got, I've got stressed. I'm not a weirdo. I do have a job, <laughs> and I don't just write poems for Swindon Town players in my spare time. But for you, I've made an exception, Jake. Um, so here it goes. Um, right, Christ. In Swindon colours, Jake does shine. A love like his, rare and divine. On loan he is, but in my heart he's owned. With every kick, my affection has grown. Like a lone star, he lights up the night. In my thoughts, he's always in sight. Oh, Jake Young, you're my football delight. Alone's love making everything right. <laughs> yes, brilliant, brilliant. Jake, if you if you want to put in a, a restraining order, I, I understand. Can we get that? Can we get that going at the county ground next next weekend? <laughs> I'll get on the bike. <laughs> I, I will definitely be clipping that one up and pushing it everywhere. Yeah, please do, please do. <laughs> I'm I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm literally going to be 22. You can't even tell. Like, <laughs> that's coming from Sorry, a bloke that's a builder and a boxer. <laughs> Mate. You're on site tomorrow. You're not here at the end of that. Yeah, I know. I do. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. I love uh, it. And we've got Liam for the lower league look one to come in to give us a poem as well. Let's get Liam in too. Might as well. <laughs> Liam, what are your thoughts on that? Um, Bradford have just called and said they just cancelled the loan immediately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, I'm, they're, sending me, they're sending me to pick Jake up. I'm going to come get him and he's, yeah. he's done. We're yeah. just going to forget <laughs> it ever happened. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I feel like the rest of the interview is really easy now because that's a low point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Jake, what what's in the water at the Swindon at the minute? So, yourself, Annie Colston for the women's team and Abu Kanu for the 18s, all getting hat-tricks this week. I mean, I've not heard of that before. I'm not. Uh, Raining goals. Um, hopefully that continues for all three of us. Um but yeah, uh, obviously Abu he got a chance for the first team against Arsenal, and, and he's gone back and obviously got his hat trick, which is really good for him um, and a good experience for him to, to play with us the other night. But yeah, I think uh, hopefully we all we all get another this weekend. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? If you get another hat trick this weekend, I dread to think what sort of shit Ellis come out with next week. So it'd be awful. <laughs> Christ, I, I, I will be singing a song. Another man. one, version <laughs> two, encore, encore. <laughs> So, I mean, earlier on as well, uh, Jake, you mentioned sort of the relationship you have with Dan Kemp. Um, I think it's probably quite well documented that his dry food and chicken is the reason behind your success. Um, so the chemistry was almost instant between yourselves. How much of an impact does being close off the pitch help with that on the pitch? Yeah, I think it's, it is massive um, without always realising, maybe subconsciously, just obviously getting to know him off the pitch and and know about him and how he plays and just the, the conversations we'll have on an evening. Um, I think it's big. Even last night we were just talking and, and discussing, obviously, how, how we're doing at the minute. And I think he said, like, for, for the goals at the weekend, he said he couldn't, couldn't even remember looking up and seeing me. He just knew I was there. So I think as soon as you get something going like that, um, you, you've you got a bit of a winning formula, really. So I think hopefully we can keep that, um, that partnership going because uh, I, I 
Phil feel like I know exactly what he wants when he gets the ball and stuff and, and he's a special player. I mean I'm really enjoying playing with him and uh I just yeah, going to games I can't see I can't see him not setting me up or not getting chances at, at the minute and the way it's going, I just I feel like I'm gonna score every time every time I get it and I think he feels similar so uh, like I said, it's a bit of a winning formula at the minute. So uh, yeah, it's good. But in terms of off the pitch, everyone's everyone's a good lad, and it it definitely helps mm-hmm. when you you get that that stuff. Just even going and played a bit of golf yesterday with a few lads, and, and all that stuff is is just as important as the training pitch, really. Because you're going out there, you got to you got to fight for each other, you got to battle for each other, and, and play with each other for for the season. Um, and if I want to be successful, I'm going to need. Ten other lads on the pitch and and the lads on the bench. Uh, we, we all need each other to to get where we want to go as a team and individually. So, yeah, it's really important. And uh, despite the dry chicken and pasta, I am enjoying living with him. <laughs> oh, mate. I think a lot of Swindon fans have sort of noticed or have cottoned on quite early this season. The the spirit in the camp is probably a little bit night and day compared to what we experienced last year. I think the chemistry that you boys look like you have, as you say, off the pitch is. It's, it's pretty insane already from like four games in. You can see that the camaraderie and the morale was really quite high. Um, I think in terms of the Dan Kemp scenario with yourself, I think a lot of town fans have sort of put the, the Harry McCurdy and Jack Payne relationship that we saw a couple of years ago at the club. It's sort of They've compared you a little bit. Now, they got to the playoffs. Did, surely we go one best with yourselves because there's... <laughs> Surely, I mean, Jack Jack Payne and Harry McCurdy, or Jake Young and Dan Kemp. Yes. I know. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're hearing a lot of names here and then. We're in obviously the Doyle and, and Yates shouts, but obviously we want to yeah. be want to be our own our own partnership, our own too. So, like you said, um, there was sort of uh, McCurdy and Payne. Obviously, did well, got the playoffs, but we all know what the what the ultimate aim is this season, and. Um, it's going to be tough. It's a, a long season, but we've definitely got a recipe for success here, and it's just about um, us as a team and 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 staff to to unlock that potential that that we've got as a as a squad because it is a really good squad quality wise coming in that first week. I I could tell there was it's a really good group. So um, yeah, it's not just obviously me and Kempy, but hopefully a good partnership and and uh, the squad we've got. We we've got a good chance this year, but. Um, it won't just be served up on a plate for us. We're gonna to have to earn it, and uh, yeah, see where we are. Come the end of the end of April, but just one game at a time. And uh, if we can go six nil every single one of those, that'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. I mean, it, on on Dan Kemp, I got a text from a, a fairly well-known journalist um, over the weekend with a text saying Jack Payne is basically being sold by uh, Charlton, mm-hmm. and I replied back saying Dan Kemp asked who Jack Payne is. So. <laughs> it, it, well, those in there. I think another sort of relationship that we've we've noticed yourself with, well, yourself and Dan, is the sort of link up that you guys have with with Charlie Austin. So, obviously, having a veteran striker in Charlie up top has that helped you in any way on or off the pitch? Like in the success that you've experienced in the, in the opening oh, weeks, how's it playing with a player like Charlie? Yeah, it's, it's massive. I think there's no better striker in the league really to be learning off. Um, it was definitely something that. I was excited about when I signed, um, just kind of seeing what he was like and, and watching him. Um, and it's definitely kind of fulfilled expectations. He's a like, really good guy um, and learned a lot of him so far. Uh, he's a really good captain, good leader. And uh, I think all the, all the lads have got massive respect for him. Um, 
And yeah, definitely really enjoying playing with him. I think we complement each other quite well so far. And um, similar to the Kemp, Kempy one, I, th- I think we, we kind of know what, what we want and he's, he, he tells me what he wants as well, which is, is good. We, we'll, we'll talk during the game and, and, and figure things out together. But yeah, it's, it's, it's massive having someone with so much experience and such a good player to, to learn off as, as a young striker. Um, mm. I think he's, he, he does things that I probably don't do so well. He does them really well. So, like I say, complement each other. But not only that, I can I can learn off him. And uh, yeah, I'm re- really enjoying playing with him at the minute. Uh, Jake, I, I think one of the best. Oh, I was going to say, sorry, I was say um, Jake. Obviously, you've, you're playing alongside Charlie, and you're listening, uh, learning stuff off him this year. But last season, obviously, when while well, you were at Bradford, you had um, were playing alongside Andy Cook. Does does playing with two more experienced players like that, do you learn different stuff off different players? Yeah, 100%. Um, every, well, every player, not just those, every player's kind of got got different things you can learn off them. Um, but like you said, obviously with Cookie last year, he had a really successful year. So as, as someone that probably personally, I didn't hit hit what I wanted to last year. I'm, I'm, I'm there watching him, top scorer. I've got to learn. I've got to look at what, what he did so well last year. And, and try to take that into my game this year. I think he was. Everyone knows how good he was uh, last season. Um, but like I say, yeah, Ch- Chaz is, is obviously next level. He's, he's, he's played where obviously I dream of playing um, at the to- at the top level. So I think as much as I can take off him and, and just soak in from him, the the better I'll do. Hopefully, I think one of the interesting things that come out of the the county ground uncut videos that came out of the weekend. Basically, every single one of your goals at the weekend, you had a full-on conversation with Charlie afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's... what are those conversations about? Are you just chatting about where you fit? Is Charlie like, this is what you should be doing? Are you like, come on, Charles, score four goals here, mate. Like... <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, I think with those ones, especially, it's always a bit of a blur, by the way, when I score. But from what I remember after the <laughs> after the hat trick goal, obviously it was my my first hat trick. He just he come up and he was like, is that, is that your first one? And um, I said, yeah, and he just kind of shook my hand and, and just said, just enjoy, like, just enjoy this, enjoy the next thing. We had still had a half hour left or whatever, so he just said, just enjoy this next half hour. It, they don't come along often, so so kind of take it in. Which it was that was that was a nice moment just to get that from him. Um, and yeah, he just he's, he's genuinely buzzing whenever me or anyone else scores. It's not a, it's not a case of obviously strikers always want to score, but. He's just as happy when when someone else scores, which is nice. And uh, yeah, I think what did you say? I think the second one, the one, uh, yeah, that my my second goal with the outside of my boot. I think my first touch was a little bit loose. <laughs> I meant to put it on my left foot, and it was in the middle, really. And uh, he was just getting onto, saying, "Oh, it was a baggy first touch, wasn't it?" <laughs> so it's not always <laughs> genius tactical uh, conversation. Sometimes it's just a bit of a laugh and stuff, and and uh, enjoy the moment. But like I said, as soon as we're walking back to the to the kick, to kick off again, it's it's back to it, and um, he's getting us to to switch back on. So yeah, it's, it's a really important part. I'll tell you what, after at four one though, like if you've got a hat trick of four one after the week before, mate, <laughs> if he's saying you to enjoy that moment, oh I mean, going back to the obviously being four one up at Wrexham, first half is sensational, second half I think in terms of the way that Swindon Town fans have, have looked looked back on it, it's probably just a referee disaster class. Um in, in terms of obviously what was given, especially the last two goals, the decisive decisions. I mean what was your sort of take on the decisions? Like, well, I, I won't put you under the pressure of what the thoughts of the referee are. 
What I'll ask you, have you ever played in a game that crazy? And have you ever played in a game that's been, ended up in 5-5? Five, because five? I don't think I can no, remember a game that's uh, finished in 5-5. No, from my knowledge at pro level, I've definitely not. Um, it was never had a game quite like that. Uh, I think, as you said, there was probably a couple decisions that could be argued, I think is probably the best way to put it without getting fined. Um, but ultimately, we, we left it up to the referee to make those decisions, I think, at at 4-1 and, and even 5-3, we should have been far away, out of sight, that a referee decision doesn't affect the game. So it is, it is on us. Um, but hopefully the fans can see during the, the week that followed, we, we did have a, a real good look at what went wrong and what happened. And that comes to fruition on, on Saturday. We got the clean sheet, which was absolutely massive because obviously six goals is great. But we we shown previously that we can score. We, we, we got the five goals against Wrexham, but showing that, we can be resolute and, and keep the clean sheet was was important as well. So it shows to ourselves that we, we can do it and we're not just that exciting attacking team. We we are good defensively as well. So, um, yeah, mental game. Uh, it was never going to play in one like that, or at least I hope I don't. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... Uh, there was a lot of positives to, 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 to take from it. I mean, that first half was we, we blew them away really, and uh, yeah. Um, so if we can marry that first half up with a Crawley second half, um, then yeah, that'll be all right, won't it? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in terms of opening three games, I think no fan will be grumbling about sort of quality for money or value for money in terms of ticket fees because bloody hell, you boys been putting on shows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, we can't promise goals every game, but. Um, we the style we play is definitely exciting and it is usually going to create chances and and create exciting games which obviously that's not necessarily good for the fans hearts always but um you'll get your like you said you get your money's worth hopefully um but uh i think yeah at the minute not struggling for goals and and saturday was good defensively so just take that into into the doncaster game and um uh, hopefully come back with three more points Mm. I, I liked the the phrase there. You can't promise goals. <laughs> now, I mean, you're obviously you're compared to Owen Doyle quite a lot purely because of the Bradford loan. Um, Owen Doyle was a person that basically did promise goals. He's got a club record of scoring in consecutive games. Um, have you ever spoken to Owen Doyle? Have you reached out to him? Have you had a chat to him about? You know how Bradford to Swindon suddenly gives you a godlike scoring ability. <laughs> I'm going to wait till uh, I've matched his his record, and then I, I might drop him a me- drop him a message. But uh, no, I mean coming in, obviously there was immediately before I'd even played a minute. A lot of kind of comparisons. Is it the Doyle situation yeah. again? Obviously you do see them, and uh, like what I said at the time. Obviously if I get anywhere near what he did, I'll I'll be really happy with with what's what the season looked like. So. I've started. I don't know how fast he started, but I mean, I'd like to think I've maybe matched matched uh, his start. So, like I said, you you smashed you smashed okay. his start. I think. I think he scored on his debut. But okay, I think good. He smashed anyone's start. I think he smashed Ronaldo's <laughs> start. Bloody hell, Um Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's never going to be four goals every game, and it's it. There's, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of dry spell um, as that, that that happens across every player's career, but. Um, I've I've got feel like I've got that confidence now, and I'll try and make this this run last as long as possible. And when yeah. if it's not me scoring, hopefully it's Chaz, hopefully it's Kempe, hopefully it's someone else. For for me, I'm not. Uh, it's great scoring the goals. It's great kind of getting that personal recognition. But if the team's winning, I'm I'm not too fussed whether whether it's me hitting the back of the net or someone else. So 
Um, I'd love to match his tally. That is kind of uh, one one in the back of my head. Um, but yeah. if we're a successful team and, and we do what we set out to do, then I'm uh, not too fussed how many I score. No, I'd, I'm... The, the one thing looking back at the dual situation, I'm looking forward to Bradford at home. Um, be a good laugh. I think <laughs> I, I'm not looking forward to January. I'm not going to lie. You might be maybe the cause of about 98% of Swindon Town fans' anxiety throughout that month. Uh, but we won't talk about that. that that's fine. Uh, what, what, we've got a question here from Darren Jackson. He's, um, he's dropped a question. If a deal could be agreed, would you sign on a permanent deal now? And is there a recall option in a loan deal? I think, obviously, the second part of that, it, it's, it's a loan. So there is the, I guess, the potential. Um, yes. But, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll condense it. I don't want to put you on the spot. We'll condense it. Obviously, you're scoring a lot of goals. But how are you finding the experience, Swindon? Uh, I mean, are you enjoying your football? Was that stupid talk? Yeah, probably, probably. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm... I'm... Really happy here already. I, I got a really good feeling um, when I signed, and and I'm not been in, in many better places so far in my career than what I am right now. So I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I don't want to even think about January or, or or the end of the season. But all I think is, um, for me in my head, what what's been signed, I'm here for for the season unless something changes. Um, I'm a Swindon player, um, and I'm making this my home as much as possible, and and um, just appreciating obviously the fans making me feel like I am at home, and uh, it's been a, been a really good start. But like I said, for me, I just want to. I'm not going to sit here thinking that's it. I've, I've I've got seven goals. I've got I've got the assists that I've got. I'm I'm I've I've got it cracked. That's not the case. I, I want to. Kick on! I want to score more goals. I want to help the team, and and like we said, see what see what happens. Whether it's uh, I can't I can't predict the future, and and with this stuff, it's not always in my hands. Whether it be coming here on a permit, whether it be going back, it's I couldn't tell you. <laughs> as much yeah. as a lot of fans wish I could tell you, it's often not up to me until kind of the the very last decision. But what they what they uh, do need to know is I'm loving it here. I'm loving loving the match days loving seeing all the fans and uh, I want to be here as, as long as possible um, when it's when it's my decision so yeah that's uh, that's probably all I can say on it really <laughs> oh, mate that's that's perfect yeah. answer I mean Liam you got your hands up mate we'll bring you in but just before Liam talks Jake you're completely right this is your home and um, whatever he's about to say it's all <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was I was about to be really complimentary of Swindon um, <laughs> no way yeah <laughs> Here's the thing. I know what's going to happen because I've seen this play out before. There's going to be a big Swindon meltdown in January because <laughs> we are going to recall Jake. Oh, Liam, purely, I tell you now, that's purely so that you buy him. <laughs> um, that that's what I think will happen. I don't. It's what what happened with Doyle. We we called him back knowing that. Swindon were going to put the hand in the pocket. I mean, you've just had your commercial guy on talking about how much money he's trying to raise to spend in January. So <laughs> if, if someone from Bradford's listening to this now, they have got pound signs in their eyes. Oh, you're I a pound. <laughs> 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 but do you know what? Look, Jake will tell you, like, I spoke to him the, as, after his debut. Uh, like, I said, I'm absolutely delighted for him. He needed this opportunity and he wasn't getting it with us and it's not fair to hold players back and, and have them sat there sort of waiting for that opportunity when it's just not being given so you know he's gone out and he's taken it somewhere else and yeah it, it, it annoys me it had to be Swindon but the fact is it, it is and he's doing well so yeah just, look, look every goal he scores adds value so it's fine, <laughs> oh. to, it's fine to me <laughs> Well Jake I mean that's from a Bradford point of view obviously 
some of their fans and I'm sure if they're not playing, if you're not playing at Swindon, they're all very happy to see you doing so well. So um, long may it continue. I think I've got another question here from Mike, Mike Dixon. We'll move on from sort of contract talks and all that. Um, do you hope to follow in the footsteps of Jimmy Quinn, Alan Connell and Owen Doyle and score loads more goals for Swindon than for Bradford? <laughs> I want to score goals wherever I am. And at the minute that's here. So yeah, as, as many as possible um, is yeah the aim. Four every week, minimum. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I've got a couple of food questions here for you. Um, I've got Vindaloo, Madras, or Korma. Pick one. Uh, I'd love to pretend that I'm I'm hard and I can hack it, but it's good. <laughs> it's a Korma. It's a Korma. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I think that's. I mean, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously. Those are three curries there that I've named. I, I should have put in there chicken because, um, I mean, you've got previous experience at a, a football club that won't allow chicken <laughs> on the premises. Um, what is it like being a footballer and having to have a vegan diet? Um, in all, I'm... unless you're a vegan, no, you might be a vegan. no, I'm not. And uh, at Forest Green, it was anything that we were provided with by the club had to be vegan, but away from football we didn't have to be so I made sure I doubled up on chicken and steak when I did get home <laughs> uh, but no it, to be fair it wasn't too bad um, it was obviously we'd kind of have a have lunch there maybe and then food after games um, it's, it was obviously different I had to get used to it and um, look if you, if you don't enjoy it and you don't, you don't want to do that you can always bring your own stuff in and and sort yourself out but it tended to be kind of not too bad um you can pick and choose what you had uh, i didn't i wasn't a big fan of the corn really so i'd maybe stick to the, the the vegetable stuff and the potatoes and bits like that so you 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 adapt you get used to it and you eat a little more meat when you get home <laughs> yeah i mean we had gav we had gav gunning on the show uh, last year he spent a season at forest green and he said that every single day after training his thing past mackie <laughs> he was like Straight away, double cheeseburger. It's got to be done. I'm an athlete. I can't be doing that. I'm a good. I'm a good pro. <laughs> he was I'm a, yeah, I'm a well. good pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, I, I won't. I don't want to keep you on too long, mate. Obviously, I appreciate you. It's getting late in the evening. Um, I've got a final question here from Daz, and Daz is on the show. Daz has asked, "How many people have asked for your shirt at the end of the season? Can I be number?" Whatever. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. There's a long line. Uh, often, obviously, I think getting hundreds, hundreds of times on uh, on game day. So there is, I'm sure, there's a long line. But no, I'm, do everything I can. Even even if it's not just shirts. When I'm done with boots, I'll I'll usually give them, sign them, and, and give them away. And training tops and bits like that. Obviously, sometimes hoops and Jonah they're they're uh, onto us because you. I mean, if we've got a Tuesday game and we're giving shirts away on Saturday, that sometimes puts them in a bit of trouble. Um, so when when we can, we um, do everything everything we can because like, I mean I was I was a young lad wanting my favourite player's shirts and boots and stuff like that. So uh, any opportunity, I'm I'm all over giving it away and stuff and hopefully making someone's day. Um, so yeah, keep putting your hand up, keep asking. Don't be annoyed when I say I can't, but <laughs> I'll do what I can. No, I appreciate. It. Obviously, it's a um, it's a cost that probably builds up quite quickly. <laughs> I think Charlie Austin was saying that when he joined last season. He must have gave his shirt away probably first six weeks, and then he was like, I, I literally can't yeah, do it anymore. It like, comes out your pace up at the end of the month, and you can't eat. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> now, Jake, obviously, I don't want to keep you um, for much longer, but obviously, so, uh, Saturday, trip up to Yorkshire, back up home. Um, 
Donny away. How are we feeling? How's the camp looking? Yeah, obviously happy camp at the minute. Uh, good spirits. Uh, we've obviously got an, no Tuesday game, so a full week to prepare. Um, been looking at them, and, and obviously they've. I'm sure they're uh, not too happy with how they've started, so they'll be keen to to get um, three points. I'm sure. Um, it, expecting a fast start, them out the block. So just need to match that and then uh, implement a, a game plan. But yeah, really looking forward to it. Obviously coming into it from the weekend I think everyone's just uh, really excited to get back out there and hopefully give the fans uh, something to, to cheer about and come on with absolutely well mate I won't keep you for any longer thank you very very much for coming on this evening it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me mate. I was going to say Joe I think, yeah, just, I think Liam might have one last question Go I think Liam's got enough Go on, it's okay. No, Matt, Matt, hey, listen, I've got two points. Donny are beating Everton, by the way, right now. They've gone 1-0 up. Um, but that doesn't matter because in the league, they're shite. Um, but my other point is, like, everyone's queuing up for your Swindon shirts. Jake, can I have your Bradford gear if you sign for <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think there's some on eBay, actually, if you, if you want to go bigger. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm not buying them on go eBay. Big. It costs you a bag of quavers, that. Uh, no. I, I don't even get stuff I'm, uh, Should be able to dig one out. If not, I'm sure Don can help you. But yes. I'll, 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 uh, when I come back up to uh, to my place, I'll uh, see what I've got in a draw for you. Yes, I love it. Right, well, I'll, I'll leave you all to it. Come on, i black some beer. Come on, now. Hey, listen, right, I, say, I sent Jake a free T-shirt. Yeah, so only right, innit? I've got to return a favour. Exactly, exactly. Right, well, cheers, guys. Right, Jake, before you go, I just, I need to apologise again. <laughs> I want to hear it again. I, I want to hear it one more time on the way out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is the man's off. He's off We're going to record the poem and sell him. Yeah, get it, get it out there, get it tweeted, so I can. Uh... Oh, you get it on a t-shirt now. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it on a t-shirt. We won't, we won't put him through it again. We won't yeah. put him through it again. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Jake, thank you very much for coming on, mate. I, I hope that we were able to talk to you again at some point yeah. this season when we're riding high at the top of the table and it's May and you're still in bread yeah. and um, it'll be, it'll all be lovely. In the world. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Swindon Town. What an absolute boy. I Ellis, I know you were in love before me. I I think I'm now fully in love again. Uh, I mean, what a man. Yeah, I just I I hope I haven't scared him off, but I think I've already done the damage. Um but yeah. I mean the man can score goals, um, and plenty of them. He's exactly what we need. And, yeah, I, like I said earlier, I think I'm in love um, already. He's definitely checking behind the curtains before he goes to sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, I'd use the word special. Um, I, it was different. But so, <laughs> Liam, one of your own started that, so I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we started it, but you took it to a level. Well, ours was just talking about how we can come score some goals for Bradford, and it was by a reverend, so you can't even get annoyed by it because he's a man of the cloth. Yours was a guy declaring his undying love for him. Well, you can, you can't blame you can't blame me. No, I can't blame him at all, but I I, I hope he scared him off. I really do. <laughs> I mean. We, we, I've got next to my notes. I've got Crawley review, and I mean, it, it would only be fair to go on to the Crawley game. We spoke about it briefly with Jake, but I mean, four goals in one game. 
for for Mr. Jake Young, it, it's yeah. a little bit silly, isn't it? It's it it shouldn't happen. Um, I think it's it's real. It's it's refreshing to see, especially after the struggles that we had last season in terms of um, in terms of the goal scoring department. Um, I mean, Jake's pretty much on his way to beating Johnny Williams, who was our top goal scorer last season. So, I mean, that that says it all um, that that he's on his way in four games. So, it's nice to to have a a striker that can definitely, you know, put the ball in the net and and he just it's he can score goals from everywhere. Um, you know, he, he scored tap ins, he scored edge of the box, he scored headers. Um, and yeah, it's just all round. He's he's a perfect striker. Oh, oh, I was, was on mute. I can't make. <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree with anything you said there. I mean, I think it, we spoke about it briefly as well. With obviously relationship with Dan Kemp and Charlie Austin, but as a sort of a, a free in the middle of that centre, um, sort of the top of the the. The Christmas tree, if you like, for Swindon Town, they're pretty sensational. I think the best thing about it, too, is they sort of complement each other in their own different way. And I think the way, I think, was it the third goal for for Young on Saturday's hat-trick goal when Dan Kemp's chops it back yeah. to find Young in space just to tap into an empty net? That's the sort of chemistry that, like, effectively money can't buy. Like, it's 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 something that some players will have and... A lot of them don't have that ability to know where their teammates are. Um, I just feel watching. I wasn't at the game really, unfortunately, but watching that game back, I just felt privileged to be watching it. I thought, in terms of attacking football, I can't think of a game where I've seen Swindon Town be that clinical. Maybe no. ever. I, it's it's definitely it's, it's one of those games that you'll look back on in sort of years to come and think, Christ, how how, how do we win six 0 It's like um, just. I've seen people moaning that, um, like, uh, in terms of defensively, we looked a bit weak and, you know, we could have gone 1-0 down. But at the end of the day, we didn't. And it was nice to see... It was nice to see the team take their chances. And, um, you know, last... I I used it as an example all the time, but last season, some of the football that we watched was so flat and so... um, boring and goalless at times and if you would have told me that this season we're, we're, we're scoring six goals in one game I, I wouldn't have believed you it's it's it's, it's nice to see um, and it, it's definitely nice to see this partnership going on um, we it's, it, we always seem to have these partnerships going on and so like we've mentioned it Doyle, Yates um, McCurdy and Payne and obviously now Young and Kemp Um it's it's sad that they're on loan because we all know what can happen. But I think we've got to just if if they're both banging in sort of four goals a game, get get our use out of them now and worry about it in January. Um, I mean, it's one of those as well, mate. Like I think a lot of people have made the sort of link to obviously Jack Payne signing on loan from MK Dons today. Does that then neglect or negate the need for a Dan Kempinesque squad? Probably. Yeah. Also, I mean, out of the two, it's one of those, isn't it? I think Dan Kemp's got six months of his deal left at January, at the point of January. So, in terms of value, you'd think it's probably not going to be astronomical. Um, 
Jake Young may be a different story, but again, if he's banging in the goals, you get to January, if he gets recalled, you've got to pay the bucks, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's, it's exactly what happened with Doyle. Um, for, Bradford aren't going to be stupid. Um, Liam touched on it earlier. They're just good. They're, they're recalling him just just so we we've got we've got to pay for him. Um, I, I I doubt they're just going to let him stay in our team and and keep bagging um, banging the goals in and and getting nothing out of it. Um, especially if. Well, in 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 Kemp's situation, especially if we have him rest of the season, and then um, and then we just get him on a free, that I'm sure they're going to want some sort of sort of um, you know money and, and help and hand out of it. I think one mm. thing we can be um, assured of is that after this season, Bradford are never going to loan us a player again. Yeah, I mean, ever. we may never need one ever again if we've got Young up top. I don't, we we'll be we'll be in we'll be in the championship in two seasons, so it's not an issue. <laughs> I mean, just while we're on Crawley, obviously I wasn't at the game. Um, I turned down a hospitality package alongside the one that we had to sort of give away. I was looking to be in hospitality for a game, and I was like, no, I'll go to a family do instead. That'd be nice. Oh yeah. What? Why have I done that? <laughs> why have I thrown that away? I I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I I would be livid. I mean, I I would I was annoyed that um, I could only watch the game once in person. So if 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 I missed the game, I I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, Carly, were you at the game on Saturday? I believe you were. I was indeed. I mean, wow. Any other words to describe that? <laughs> it feels like a bit of a blur now, to be honest. Um, it feels like it was such a long time ago. Um, you were saying earlier about last season, it was so unsure all the time where goals were going to come from. And even when we had McCurdy in pain, there wasn't always that confidence that they were always going to score, that they were always going to get them goals. Um, but Saturday, I think twice I said to my sister, this is going in. And I can't remember the last time I said that. Years, honestly, years, probably since... Um, maybe I don't know but just the confidence in the in the play the position um that people were getting themselves into you could you could see what they were trying to do um and a couple of people have made derogatory comments about Charlie Austin but you can see what game he's playing as well and it's such an unselfish thing for him to be doing he knows that he can draw the defenders towards him leaving the others open and you know obviously he's not going to get away with that for the whole season um and i'm sure when we go to doncaster on saturday there will be the whole team on jake young but it's just amazing to to watch the position everybody's getting themselves into, and it's like you can see it. Dunk, dunk, dunk. It's coming. That goal's gonna, that's going to go in. It's a goal, and it, it the confidence. It's so lovely. I know we're only a few games in, and it's Swindon Town, and we struggle to have a bit of belief at times. But it's exciting. It's it's. I haven't been this excited about football for a long time. Definitely. Honestly, I go on, mate. For, for me, I, the scary thing is, I just. I can't see us dropping points in 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 a few. I mean, we've got a good running games going. I mean, we got obviously you've got Doncaster coming up. They're they're bottom of the league. You'd like to think you're picking up three points there. Um, th- then we got Sutton again. You're, you're hoping for three points. 
Walsall, again, hoping for three points. Morecambe, Grimsby, and and then it's Notts County. So, Notts County, Bradford, um, a point out of those games would, would, would be a decent result. So, look, the, the, the run of games that we've got coming up plays massively into our favour. And if, if we can keep this... Um, this good run of form going. If we if we can keep getting these goals and and just getting those three points, but come Christmas time we'll we'll be well certainly we'll be top three. Um, and the, it's we're all worrying about Kemp and Young being recalled. But like I said earlier, if we can just get this good run of games going while we've got them and get us get ourselves into a decent position by Christmas time, we'll be laughing. Exactly, exactly that. I know it's a concern and I know we've had to endure it before and a lot of people are unsettled about it, but it is still August, only just, but it is still August. We've we've got enough time to get us in a good position before they have to possibly go, if they possibly go. I, I just, I can't get over the excitement that I'm experiencing as a Swindon Town fan right now. Like, I find it hard to not be giddy. I think my ultimate sort of litmus test of giddiness amongst the fan base. Uh, Daz, you're a serial loss predictor or a draw predictor when I ask you at the end of the show. I mean, even you can't be excited at this at the minute. Um, over the moon, absolutely. Um, it's it's quite quite ironic, actually. Six weeks ago, I was um, looking at the thought of, we're not going to do anything. And then, well, it's Swindon, isn't it? They, they just do the exact opposite to what you think. So, uh, there we go. That's 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 where we're at. Donny game. I'll I'll wait. I'll I'll wait and see everyone else's predictions when you come on to that. Dad, I, I we're not there just yet. I'll be there shortly because I realise that we're looking past nine o'clock in a minute. But I swear to God, if you go and predict a loss away at the bottom of the league after a six nil thumping, you may be going on suspension for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a straight well, red. That is. That is, isn't it? Eh? Oh, that's a red rag to a ball, mate. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Malcolm, I haven't spoke to you for a while. Um, obviously, Crawley, you were there pitch side. How was it from your point of view? Because, I mean, you're, you're like myself. You're you're quite a, a positive lad. Um, positives overload. Absolutely, yeah. Loving it. Loving life. Going to win the league. You know all that sort of stuff. But um. No, it is, I'm not going to carry it away. It is too early to get carried away. But, yeah, it, it was just, it was brilliant Saturday. And we just got to enjoy these games when they come and then, you know, see what comes next. So, yeah, always positive. Absolutely. I think just before we move on to Doncaster, it would be remiss of us to, to not appreciate the rest of the squad other than Jake Young and Dan Kemp. Um, I think a lot of people were giving a lot of love to, to players such as, you know, um Tom Brewitt has been getting a lot of love on socials. I think he looks a hell of a lot fitter, maybe with a full preseason in him this season. Um, I think, I mean, Saidu Khan in midfield, I think a lot of people have been... Superb, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been saying he's been superb. I think this is a player that, you know, Chesterfield fans were absolutely raving about when we signed him last summer. Um, I think George McEachern's looked good. I think that... I think Tariq Uwakwe might be a really good signing for us as well. I know it's probably well documented in terms of what Mike Flynn's been saying about his fitness and maybe growing into the side. I think you know, he's not had a full free season as well, so he's he's getting there. I think he looks really good. I think it'd be good. His first assist, didn't he? So that was good. 
Yeah, yeah, cracking ball, back post. Um, I just think that the entire squad looks so on it. And it's just, it's such a positive vibe around the place. I think in terms of how the players look off the pitch, with their, their reaction with the, sorry, their connection with the fans. I think on the pitch as well, everyone's so positive. It's so driven. It's so focused on attacking football that it's just, as I say, it's, you've not wasted a penny this season on a, on a ticket. I didn't go to Wrexham. It was 5 all. It broke my heart. But if I paid for a ticket, I don't think I can complain. Yeah, I mean, you can feel the vibe from from when when you're walking into the ground, like under, um, you know, hopping back to like Wellings and things when it was like that. But from from walking into the ground, um, down the tunnel where I am, sometimes you can see that you can just see the players, you know, um, joking with each other, getting that. It, it's just you can just see it, and it's 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 a pleasure to see. So Absolutely. long may it continue. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So obviously looking on to. Um, Trans deadline day this week. We spoke about what a good squad we have. I think a lot of supporters would be asking for maybe one more signing. Has anyone here got any transfer rumours for me? I'm feeling tasty. I'm feeling hungry. Sorry. I don't know about rumours as well, but but needs. I think I think we could probably deal with a, a big, experienced centre half to organise um, the defence because actually, I, we, we obviously we've um, been a little bit suspect at the back, and I just think an experienced guy organise that a little bit better just to add to that group or maybe a defensive yeah, midfielder I think... but I don't think we're really much else but the worry is is um, if we get an injury or a couple of injuries um, we, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that depth so um, mm. that's why I think we, we need to bring a couple of players in just to give us that little bit of a scope uh, on the bench Mm, absolutely. I think it was interesting to hear um, Jake Young talking about the, the clean sheet at the weekend. Obviously, we have got a fairly young uh, defence. I think, obviously, you've got players like Fraser Blake, Tracy. Even, I mean, Tom Brewitt's played football uh, for a very long time now. Um, he was playing in League One for Morecambe just, what, five years ago, four or five years ago. So he's not, he's not inexperienced by any means. But you can tell how much that meant to the camp, keeping that clean sheet. Just in terms of a confidence boost, I think it would go massive for us. Um, especially, obviously, we've got Murphy Mahoney in goal, who's it, it's, it's his first real sort of first pro season as number one goalkeeper. So you'd imagine that that meant a lot to him personally. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I was going to pick one signing, it probably would be a centre back. Um, if not for numbers, maybe just for game management. Um, Ellis, I mean, would you would you agree disagree there? Yeah, I, I I think you're all spot on. I think um, I, f- I think you've got your starting lineup possibly. Um, I, you could make an argument for another centre back, um, but you know, seeing what Flynn said in press conferences regarding um, if you get a tall sort of uh, no nonsense centre back in, it takes away from the from the football inside. Is it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you 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 could have done with a brute of a centre back in in the Wrexham game, I think, um, just to sort of help see out games. But in terms of our our starting lineup, I'd say um, we're we're pretty much there, unless we can get in some you know some top some top players in that that can take away the spots of our starting lineup already. Um, but yeah, I think 
for me, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy as it is. I think it's, I think it's well, depth it's more than anything. We know. Oh, right. We could if, if an experienced centre half becomes available. Great, a defensive midfielder that would help, and also uh, someone who offers us a bit different up top, i.e., like a, a big, a big, big centre forward in the Tyrese Simpson mode. But those aren't readily available, and if they're not better than what we've got, we don't need to go out of the way to get them. <clears throat> but I think we do need to add a couple of players just to give us that little bit depth, because we are going to get injuries. And, and that's when we might get exposed. So I think we need to cover for that. Mm. I think as well, you know, we've had a very positive start to the season. So you want to just, you know, maybe a bit of insurance there, isn't it, I guess? We want to be making sure that if we get injuries, then the quality on show in starting eleven isn't going to be too badly affected. It's just, it feels, this feels now like a bit of an opportunity. I'm saying it now, it's early on, but... Oh. I'm excited. Uh, why am I excited already? Um, let, let's get let's have a brief excitement about the about the weekend, shall we? So, Donny away, bottom of the table. We're off a six and a lot uh, win. Ellis, three points. Oh, a hundred percent. It's not. It's not even. It's not even a doubt in my mind. I know I'm optimistic, but um, I think coming off of well, Wrexham and obviously Crawley. We're 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 on a high. Um, the team's gelling, you know, game by game. Um, and I did, look, Doncaster. They they're not the greatest greatest team in the league. Um, it's not. I, I do It's it's not going to be a six nil thumping. Um, not not at all. But you know, it's a game that you should be picking three points up. Um, and and certainly if we're challenging for for promotion this is sort of a a three points uh must but yeah carly would you agree disagree there with ellis yeah definitely um i think we'll win um i'm going to really stick my neck out on the line and say that that we're going to win i just think like i said at the moment we don't look like we're going to stop scoring goals um everybody seems to be developing more and more from each game like you were saying earlier about Brewer etc um you can see you can see that everybody's growing in strength um so yeah I'm gonna say three points three points from Carly I mean Malk I've got a feeling you might agree there yeah sorry um yeah I, I think um I think they're going to come out at us because they're not going to want to keep this run going, are they? So we've got to be wary, but I think that there definitely will be. I think that, you know, they're not going to go into it. Um, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, gun ho thinking that we're going to win cocky-like. Um, but yeah, I think strong, strong 2-0. 2-0, happy with that. Happy days. Uh, we'll leave Daz to the end. Chris, what about you, mate? Um I'm actually gutted about this weekend because, as, as you know, Doncaster is about 10 miles away from where I live. Uh, but I, for various reasons, um, I cannot make this one. Um, but I I fancy, I don't think it's going to be a, an easy game because I think when you're playing those teams at the top, they, uh, they're struggling. They, they battle that little bit more without the quality. So I, I, I still think we might get a win. 
but I'd say a, a two-one or something like that. Mate, this side does not do one one goal wins. We we know that it's to be seven six. Well, no, I won't. That's, that's gone up against myself. Seven five. Then go for a two goal difference there. Um, right, Daz, come on now. Let's let's hear it. Okay, right. Well, the company I do business with, they have their HQ in Doncaster. I've I've been there once. Okay. Well, although the roundabout where the uh, HQ is, I've been round three times. So I'll go Doncaster one, Swindon three. Well, that might be the first win prediction of the season, is it not? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm dreading it because you know what will happen now. Because I'm always wrong. So <laughs> wasn't it two well, two for last last game and we won six nil? So this is this is scary. This is scary, Dad. Like three one, um, three one win. I I didn't give a score prediction, but I I know I said it's not going to be a six nil fun pin. It's going to be a 4 0 thump in. Um, <laughs> we we've got goals in us. I think we're going to get we're going to get two from Young. We're going to get one from Austin and one from Kemp. What we need is we need Darren Dom's prediction because he nailed six 0 didn't he, on Saturday? He did, yeah. I mean, there was I, I can't I didn't catch the name of the the other town fan for his 60th birthday putting a a bet on six 0 I think at two hundred to one. Um, I mean, what's in the water? Who's putting bets on at 6 0? Come on now. Yeah, but that, that same supporter did that 10 years ago at 5 0, and they won, won it then, and then we've won it now. They, you know, that's, that's amazing. For, it is. For, I mean, four grand for a 6 0. <clears throat> lucky, lucky boy. Lucky I'll boy. Take I mean, it. It's not a bad birth present, is it? Um, not at all. Right. I mean, that probably brings us to a natural end uh, for this evening. I think I need to lie down after <laughs> after the Jake Young segment. What? Yeah, what me a top too. Boy. I'm gonna I... I'm I'm gonna hide under my covers now. Um, after reading my poem, Ellis is gonna sit and cry in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellis, you just wait till I clip them up and push them everywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for it, Chris. I'm waiting. Ellis, oh. you've been so confident all day about your poem. I know. I I was bigging <laughs> myself up. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna declare my love for the man. And then it comes to the moment, and <laughs> and I uh, I showed away. You're oh, you man. smashed it, mate! You smashed it. <laughs> and I think he loved it too, secretly. He, wow. he did love it. He, he loved it. He's folded restraining order, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't love it, Ellis. But um, <laughs> my my anxiety and comfortability in my chair isn't as important as Jake. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. On that point, we will leave you, lovely people, for this week. Um, Next week, we'll be back again. We will have Annie Colston and Helena Diaz-Butcher from STWFC live on the show with us next week. So we'll be checking in with the ladies. Um, before then, it is the last thing I have to do is just let you know, as always, that you've been listening to this Tom Broadbent Lounge. Uh, we're an independent ex-space, and we are not affiliated with either Swindon Town Football Club nor Tom Broadbent himself. Thank you once again for listening, everyone. Come on, you Reds. And Jake Young, please don't leave. Thank you very much. Cheers all.